Hey leaders, before we get into this episode, I wanted to tell you about a free event that I'm hosting, your personal leadership audit live workshop. I've put the workshop together because if you want to stand out as an exceptional leader, you have to know yourself inside and out. Understanding your strengths and weaknesses is critical. And for that, you need a high degree of self-awareness and a commitment to self-reflection. Now, if you're committed to unlocking your leadership potential, then working through a self-assessment like this is going to help you to quickly identify a path to higher impact. I'll be leading you through a deep dive into the seven imperatives of my No Bullshit Leadership Framework, so that by the end of the session, you'll know exactly what areas you need to develop if you really want to stand out from the crowd. We're only opening up 150 spots, so register now at yourceomentor.com forward slash workshop. That's yourceomentor.com forward slash workshop. Welcome to the No Bullshit Leadership Podcast. In a world where knowledge has become a commodity, this podcast is designed to give you something more. Access to the experience of a successful CEO who has already walked the path. So join your host, Martin Moore, who will unlock and bring to life your own leadership experiences and accelerate your journey to leadership excellence. Welcome to Moments with Marty, your short, sharp shot of leadership insight to help you stay on track between our weekly episodes of No Bullshit Leadership. We outsource a lot of things in business and in life. How do we decide what to outsource and what to do ourselves? In the 1990s, outsourcing became all the rage, particularly in the IT industry where I was working. But the principles behind outsourcing have their roots in the economic theory of comparative advantage, which was first proposed by David Ricardo over 200 years ago. Comparative advantage is the underpinning principle of the whole global trade regime, and it's the main reason I'm an advocate of global flows in trade, capital, labour and intellectual property. It's sort of sad to see this principle under fire now from the current wave of national protectionism. The theory basically says that you should do the things that you're best at and others should do the things that they're best at. That way, goods are procured at the greatest efficiency and lowest cost. Then everyone simply trades the goods and services they need from the most efficient source of production. Now, there are a few exceptions to this principle, of course. Sometimes, despite your own lower efficiency, you may not want to lose control of your supply chain. Other times, even though something might be done more efficiently elsewhere, it's a core piece of your competitive advantage. And yes, sometimes the global supply chain isn't ethical, and cost advantages are built through human rights violations. Well, how then would you go about making an outsourcing decision in your company? For a start, work out exactly why you want to outsource. What are you trying to achieve specifically? Are you trying to reduce your costs? Are you trying to free up management bandwidth that would otherwise be wasted on non-core activities? Do you need more consistency and predictability in your processes? Are you looking for greater flexibility of resourcing so that you can scale more easily to meet the peaks and troughs of demand? Do you require access to specialist expertise that you don't happen to have in-house? Maybe it's a combination of some or all of these. But the answer to this question should frame how you approach the market. The second thing that's really important to understand is your cost structures. You need a good baseline for how much it's actually costing you to produce that product or deliver that service right now. To do this well, 
You need to identify and attribute costs to the people who actually do the work, the people who support the work, the assets that you're using for the work, and even the management bandwidth required to make the work happen. How much of that will actually disappear once you outsource? It's really important that you understand the delta. Only then can you truly identify the relative efficiency and cost of a market-based outsource solution. Now before you go to market, it's important to establish the selection criteria. What criteria are you going to use as the basis for deciding which supplier to choose? Setting the criteria up in advance is going to guard against you becoming starstruck with suppliers whose salespeople just talk a good game. It's going to help you to sort out the dogs from the fleas as you'll be able to clearly see which companies really meet your criteria. Just remember, for the suppliers who turn up to the outsourcing table, this is what they do. It's their core business. It's their day job. You do it extremely rarely. So it's inevitable that there's going to be a gap between the promise of the marketing spin and the reality of the service delivery. You just want to make that gap as small as you possibly can. For more depth on this insight, listen to episode 95 of the No Bullshit Leadership podcast, The Joys of Outsourcing. We'll leave a link in the show notes. I really hope you enjoyed this moment and that it gives you that little extra spark to be a no bullshit leader.